Wonderful co-host, Dr. Angel Falzoni. You're getting very famous around, aren't you? So uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool to sit here at this desk with you week after week, Dr. Falzoni. Oh, I love being here, and it's amazing to get to share the show with you. Oh, we have a great time every single week, don't we? And if you want to participate in this show tonight, you can text us during the show or at any time after, 24-7-365. We have a Google text number, and it is 727-888-4171. And you might ask, why would I want to do that? Because sometimes you have comments and you have ideas for new shows, which we're always looking for ideas for new shows. And we have question and answer shows from time to time. We're going to have another one of those soon, Doctor. We will be having one coming up real soon. All right, 727-888-4171 if you'd like to text during the show or later at any time. Also, it's wonderful. About a year and a half now, we've been uh, broadcast every Saturday and Sunday at 12 noon Eastern on StarComRadioNetwork.com. So if you think this show is helpful to you and you call a friend and say, hey, listen, Saturday or Sunday, 12 noon Eastern, StarComRadioNetwork.com, four words. They can hear it again. You can hear it again. Also, we put a lot of our sh- we put all of our shows really on our website goyard2014.org org, and why would people want to go there and listen, Doctor? It's a great resource of information. There you, you know, go. We do topics, and that topic may not be where you're at in that point of your life, but right. You know, life cycles, and it's always changing, and that may be something that you start dealing with. So you can go back and reference something, and when it means something to you, so you can apply it. I've had a lot of people tell me that that's what they do. They go back and they look at our titles in the in on our website, goyard2014.org, and they find that series or that you know, set of shows that's going to help them. April, we did a whole series on addiction. All About Addiction was the name of that series. Really helpful. Uh, We've done series on boundary setting in your life. We've done series on domestic violence, on all kinds of things. Uh, Dating, uh, you name it. Dating, relationships, parents, self-esteem, confidence. Right. And that brings me to this question, doctor. What are we talking about tonight? You know, tonight we are going to be talking about setting your yourself free from the opinions of others setting yourself free yes ma'am you mean it's not something you have to go to therapy for you don't have to go to therapy for it and did that just take some money out of your pocket oh it does oh, this okay. whole show takes money out of my pocket but that's okay <laughs> setting yourself free from the opinions of others you mean people have opinions of how we should behave and how should we should conduct our lives really is that oh, true absolutely <laughs> i'm being sarcastic of course because everybody seems to have an opinion don't you think everyone they do Most most people in our lives seem to have, and usually they're really strong opinions of right. what they think may be best for us. 
Yeah. Or not. And if you're not sure that that's true, post on Facebook and see if you get uh, – post something controversial on Facebook and see if you get some opinions. Well, you know, that's funny you bring up the <laughs> Facebook thing because that's kind of where some of it will start stemming is some people post on Facebook because they need other people to give them that reassurance. Oh, that my light, gosh, yes. You know, and, oh, I only got 15 likes on this, and then they're, like, yes, building their yes. confidence on that. And so when we set ourselves free from other people's opinions – that doesn't matter to us anymore. Right. So why why even have a show like this, Doctor? Because isn't it good for people to think highly of us or whatever? Or Well, you know, what happens is other people have opinions in our lives, and we all have people in our lives that have opinions. Absolutely. And depending on that relationship and how important that relationship usually is, the value we give their opinion. And, you know, over the course of therapy with many patients and clients over the years, this is a huge issue for people. I've heard people getting married because other people in their life felt that was the right decision oh, for them. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, having children, choosing careers, all this was decided based on other people and they're right. miserable and they're coming right. to me and I'm miserable. Yes. I've known a lot of parents through my lifetime that have certain expectations for their kids and career choices. You mentioned that word, and I think that is a hot button for a lot of people. Career choices parents make when they the kids are young. You know, I, I want you to do this, and then they start kind of gearing them or steering them is the best word mm-hmm. towards that career, maybe towards that education that will enable them to do that career. I've known people that, um, I, seriously, people close to me, that wanted their child to be an attorney or a doctor or some profession like that to the point that when the child got to college and said, for instance, I hate all that science. I don't want to be a doctor, evidently, because I have to do all that. And they drop out of that course of study and change. It caused all kinds of family problems. This is a real-life story. I won't mention names, but it is, and it did, Mm -hmm. and that causes a lot of problems in families sometimes when people don't meet up to our expectations. Absolutely, and that's a great example, and I've heard that story over and over again. And what happens when we allow other people, when their opinions become our choices, not based on because we agree with it, but because we're trying to get their approval or keep them happy with us or keep peace in this relationship we're usually miserable right and so what happens is we're existing in misery maybe doing choices that don't fit who we are our personality or what we want for our lives well back to that point i've known a lot of parents who wanted their kids to be quote-unquote professionals Mm -hmm. whatever that meant teacher doctor lawyer whatever and then the child grew up and said, you know, I really want to do something with my hands. I want to be artistic or I want to I want to do I want to do construction. I want to build houses, you know. And you know, it's just like a lot of problems in the family as a result of that. Absolutely. It usually causes a huge conflict, a yeah. lot of disappointment and becomes a huge issue and a lot of times is what brings somebody into therapy because right. they're having a difficult time navigating Exactly. What they desire based on what everybody around them or other people around them are thinking that they should do. And really, when we do things because someone else believes we should do it, when it's not something we believe we should do, it's usually doesn't work usually Usually it's a failed attempt um people who get married because their family said this is who you should marry right 
those usually in a divorce. Exactly. Because yeah. it wasn't that person's choice. And But what happens is people get stuck in the trap of continuing time after time to let other people dictate their choices or right. dictate their lives. And they're miserable. It's hurting that relationship, and it's not working. You brought up the marriage thing. There's been a lot of situations. We see it on, on you know, movies, TV shows, whatever, where, you know, this is the person he's she's going to marry, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets down, and it, they aren't really that compatible, and so she finally gets the courage to break away and finds her true love and whatever. But... This, even though it's depicted a lot, this is a problem in our society in, in a lot of ways. Absolutely is a problem. Expectations, failed expectations. We've talked about those, those that term many mm-hmm. times on this show. Oh, absolutely. And what's happening is, is we're not even really seeing it. Right. Um, and then I'll deal with people who come into my office and they're so concerned with what other people are going to think right. that they're almost paralyzed into making choices because what they want or desire is maybe different from what other people have communicated to them. And then they're miserable and they're depressed and they're anxious and it's just not a working thing. And so people are always going to have opinions. They are. And there's a difference from having an opinion for somebody and, you know, maybe giving advice and learning to let them have that freedom to take it or reject it. And learning to let them make their mistakes, too, right? Oh, my goodness. So many times people try to rescue others from mistakes. And mistakes are growing opportunities. Absolutely. But, you know, as parents and me, grandparents, and not you yet, hopefully. (laughs) Not yet. No, okay. All right. So, but as parents and grandparents... We do have expectations. We do want our kids to grow up and make enough money and have a nice family and and live in a nice house. And then when those things don't come about for many reasons, sometimes it's just plain choices. The kid goes, I don't want to be like y'all. You've been stressed out all your lives making a dollar, you know. I want to just go see the world or whatever the case may be. It's hard for parents and grandparents to let go. Of those dreams and expectations, and that's what we're talking about today. It is. You know, a lot of times parents live vicariously through their kids. That's a good point. The mistakes or the things they felt they didn't have. That was a bell for that point. I like that. (laughs) The the things that they didn't have in their life, a lot of times they want to push that onto their children. Yeah. And their children may not want that or it may not be who that person is. Instead of stepping back and letting their child have that freedom to grow and develop, they're kind of putting a stop to that and now my love and acceptance becomes conditional conditional on you doing what i think you right. should do absolutely how many times have you heard a parent or grandparent say i just want my child to have a better life than i did i just want him not to make the same mistakes i made you know on and on and on you know oh apps i hear that all the time do and, you? and we okay. all can have and want it's great to have desires especially for our children or grandchildren that make their life a better quality than our life. Right. But in the same token, learning and growing is about freedom. It's about freedom, freedom. to make choices. Yes. It's about freedom to make mistakes. It's about learning to work through our mistakes. Right. A conflict-free life is not, first of all, realistic, but that person can't grow. 
How many uh, young couples have you known that just got married and have had, maybe they live in the same town with mom and dad and on both sides or whatever, and there's so many expectations and so many opinions flying around that it makes them hard to develop their own little family. You know what I mean? And it actually sometimes destroys that family from the inside out. It does. And I hear a lot of divorces come right about from that very thing, Mm -hmm. you know. The adult children aren't raising their kids the way that the grandparents think that they should, and it's causing all kinds of conflict to the point where the family unit starts to crumble. Okay, so that's that relates to families. Mm-hmm. And what about just friendships in our lives? Because there are people in our lives that are very bossy, <laughs> controlling. I don't know what the word for it is. I, I like bossy, actually. Well, you know, we can have people that have strong opinions, and right. we will have people in our lives. And having an opinion is okay. Right. But realize it's just that, mm-hmm. and it's opinion. So when I'm in a friendship or a relationship with somebody, it is... I can see something from a different perspective coming from the outside. I can share with you what I see. Right. But we still have to give that freedom for that person to accept that or reject that. But that's where the problem comes in. So often people that really want to make sure that their opinion and their way of life or whatever is practiced by the friend or the in the relationship when it doesn't go that way and the person says, no, I can't do that or no, that's not what I want to do, it can cause all kinds of relationship strife. Been there, done that. It can ruin a, really, it can ruin <laughs> it a friendship. Can. It absolutely it can. can ruin a friendship. Yes. And so letting setting ourselves free from the opinions of others is learning that we can hear other people's opinions, yeah. but we still need to, to, to dissect it and decipher it for ourselves. Okay, but my experience has been, I'm just throwing this at no, you, doctor, and I want you to help me with this. When a person, a friend, a family member, whatever, says this is the way you should handle this, or this is what you should do with your life, or this this person is the person for you, etc. Mm-hmm. And in the past, when I have said, well, thank you, but no thank you, basically, you know, uh, no, that's not the way I'm going to do this, or, or that's not how I see this, then... They withhold their approval. Mm-hmm. They withhold their, their they pout. Um, they do manipulative crapola, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You can kind of amplify on that, if you will. Uh, they just basically treat you weird because you didn't do what they wanted you to do. And I've lived this with family, with friends in my life, doctor, and I'm a tad bit older than you, a year or two. And so, therefore, I can say with experience, this happens a lot. Oh, it happens almost all the time, which keeps that cycle going. That's how right. the power of people and their opinions get their right. power is because they, we don't want to deal with that negative fallout that happens. So, you know, one of the things that you know I've learned, and, I, and when I'm in therapy, we talk about when somebody's giving an opinion – the question is, is this advice or are you demanding something? Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to sort it out. Because right. the person who gives an opinion and expects you to do it the way they want, that's a demand. And if it follows up with pouting and, and manipulation. manipulation and not speaking to you, cutting you off, all right, I'm not giving you your any money or whatever. Right. Sometimes we just got to call it a spade a spade and mm-hmm. ask that question and be direct about it. Right. Um other times, we need to kind of step back. And first of all, we 
can't set ourselves free of the opinions of others until we know who we are. Oh, oh, what do you mean Ooh, by that? We, we That's an it. important point. It is really important because what happens is a lot of people become kind of like gumbies where they can be stretched in every direction. You have an opinion and that matters and I'll do yours and then someone else comes along yes, and they yes. become like these gumbies of being stretched and they're miserable and they're depressed. You're talking about people-pleasing behavior. Very much so. And this kind of correlates with people-pleasing behaviors. Okay. But until I know who I am what my values are, what's important to me, rough idea of where my goals are in life, I, I'm not even free to make my own choices. Right. That's why we become so vulnerable to the power of opinions of others. The, the downfall with the opinions of others is this. You're never going to win. No, that's true. You're not. There's no such thing as winning because... Even people, if you do what they want... Yep. You are still going to lose. Don't they uh, up the ante? A lot of times, it's changing. Yeah. So the bar is raised. And so you may think, okay, if I just settle for this and I'm going to do what they want just to get them to shut up and, you know, I'm going to agree with them. And then they up the bar and you got to do this much now. Mm-hmm. And then you got to do this much. You know, do you or wanna- if I'm pleasing you, then I have six other people that are upset because I'm not pleasing them. There, there's no winning when we attempt to let others' opinions make our life choices. Does it or can it ever get to a point where you say goodbye, friend, or goodbye, you know, or just um, I just can't talk to you about this. I'm going to I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to do what I want to do here. And I wish I could talk to you, but obviously it's causing a lot of stress for you. Talk to me. There can be those times. And sometimes that is a a good thing that we need to do is a boundary and kind of set a boundary that maybe these issues with people who have very strong opinions and expect us to take their opinions. Maybe we don't discuss some of these things with them. We don't right. because they're feeling like we're giving them power and we need to kind of take our power back. Exactly. And so maybe we need to be guarded of what we're opening that door with, with certain people in our lives. Now, when it comes to family members, you know, we like, they're there, and they're part of our family. You they know? are, but they're... we still control the information we're giving. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good, real good point. Explain that, and how do you handle that? So if I'm contemplating maybe a career change, or if I'm contemplating, you know, settling down my life with a certain person or whatever, I might be thinking, I can have people I value in our, or my family. I don't have to talk to them about what I'm thinking on the inside. Right. You don't have to, to voice your opinion or tell you tell them, what do you think about this, you know? Because when we open that door, we're kind of empowering them to project their opinions and beliefs onto us. Right. And if they're very strong people that have a hard time not accepting that we're not doing it that way, mm-hmm. we're causing conflict in that relationship. Exactly. So, you know, the I say who, I say when, I say how much line from Pretty Woman right. really comes in handy. That's because true. You have the control of who you talk to, what information you're giving them. That's right. And, you know, when you're ready to make your choice. And um, a lot of times I think people don't get that. They think that they are obligated to run everything by, let's say, you know, family members or whatever. Well, people who tend to run everything by other people are people who don't know themselves. Ah. That's a very good point. When I'm not secure in who I am mm-hmm. and kind of have a general idea of where I want to go, what I value, I'm more 
vulnerable to seeking out opinions from all these people because I'm not confident enough right. for myself. Exactly. And so one of the first steps of setting yourself free from the opinions of others is to gain self-confidence and know who you are. What do you value? Exactly. What's important to you? And won't there always be people in our lives? We're going to do a song in a minute by Taylor Swift. Um, you want to talk about that and why that song is so important and how that applies here? Well, I love the song because it talks about haters are going to hate. And no matter what you do, what decisions you make in life, there's always going to be people who disagree right. and hate something about it. Right. And our culture is set us up to believe we should have opinion about everybody and everything right you know social media the media the stars we we feel like we get to know everything about other people and should have an opinion it's kind of in our culture right however it doesn't matter what you're doing people are always gonna hate um i remember when i made the decision to go to college right i had a host of people who was like that's the most selfish decision you could ever make i can't believe you're gonna do that this is not a good choice for you you know what it wasn't their choice exactly and so you did it anyway, I did and do you're it glad anyway. you did. Absolutely, I'm glad I did it. However, if I let those opinions rule my life, I wouldn't be sitting in this chair today. Exactly. And don't you think a lot of times opinions, and I know you're going to say it can be, because I know your answer. I know, you <laughs> how do, I know how you do this, doctor. But you know what? A lot of times, I'll just say it this way, I think people react negatively to new ideas or fresh insights or whatever because of jealousy and envy and insecurity in their own lives. So they project that onto the person wanting to step out and do something different or make make a new... It can be, it's right? Absolutely can be. It's a good motive. <laughs> it, can to, it can be. It can be. But it's a good motive. And I think it... You know, when we were talking about this is you're we're when we're kind of on this path and we're growing in our life right it can other people can be intimidated by that that's my point it can be right absolutely so they're trying to talk you out of the growth because they don't want to feel bad about themselves or their lack of willing to do their own growing okay so there's always going to be haters in life there's always going to be people that disagree with us come right back we're not going far just a break Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my independent ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com.
song and a great one. I love it. Welcome back to Go Yard. And we are here doing another show every Thursday night at 6.06 p.m. on Tantalk1340.com and heard every every noon Eastern, 12 Eastern on Saturday and Sunday on StarcomRadioNetwork.com. And I am Mama Mac and with me is Dr. Angel, our resident expert. And why did you want that song about haters? Because they're always going to be haters. Okay. And I think that's the hardest thing for us to realize and accept. Right. Is that it, it can be frustrating when people don't agree with what we think or want us to do something different. And that can hold us back. It can be the chains that hold us down in our lives and hold us from living our go yard life, hitting that exactly. home run in our life. And aren't there times in our lives, doctor, when maybe we need to let go of some people, shake them off? Sometimes we need to let go. Sometimes we need to step back. Sometimes okay. we need to be guarded about the position we're giving people or the power ah, we're giving them. The power we're giving them. You know, we they talk- have a right to tell us what to do and not to do, right? We did. We talked about the break that we are guarded of the information we share. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things we can take complete control and power over. Um, and to realize that some pe- some relationships we have in our life are only there for a season. Right. And I think what happens is we try to hold on tight and keep them longer than they've lived their purpose in our life. So can we outgrow a relationship? We can outgrow relationships. In fact, okay. It happens. And as if you're growing and you're wanting to hit that go yard life, there's going to be a lot of people around you who aren't willing to put that energy and that effort and that time and be purposeful about it. Exactly. That as you grow, they're still sitting in the backgrounds and what they're going to try to do most of the time is hold you back. Right. Can't let you grow further than they're willing to go. And they can get jealous, envious of your own progress. And a lot of times they're going to start wanting what you have, but they don't want to do what you had to do to get there. There you go. And so outgrowing relationships happen. Does that mean we never have to talk to that person again? No, but it may mean that relationship takes a different place in our life. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, when we planned this show almost two years ago now, the whole idea of, of course, I'm a big baseball enthusiast, enthusiast and so are you, but the whole idea of hitting home runs instead of just striking out or bunting the ball little ways or, you know, was a really good metaphor for us when it comes to life coaching situations, don't mm-hmm. you think? And you want to just amplify on why we chose that theme? Well, the theme is, is because life, it's not a spectator sport. Oh, very good. I like that. We have to get in. We have to do it. It takes, it's purposeful. It's planning. It takes energy. It takes effort. And it can be hard at times. Right. And so having those, you know, coming on and and coaching people to, okay, this is how you can do this a little bit better. This is how you can find a little more success. This is where you can find some freedom. Helps people to continue living that life that they want to live instead of just existing in that every day and feeling like I'm not getting where I want to go. And we start to get depressed and we lose our energy and we lose our focus. And that's not where we want to go. A lot of people just settle, don't you think, doctor? Oh, yes. You know, it was good enough for mom and dad and they've always lived in this little town with one horse. (laughs) And so I'm just going to stay here, too. But, you know, really, that is just a bad mentality, really, for if you want to become 
if you want to be happy, if you want to be fulfilled in life, you can't just be content to settle, can you really? No, you really can't. And, you know, there's a quote I heard, you know, when we stop growing, we start dying. Okay. And so really the goal in life is for us to continually be personally growing. Yeah. Right. And, you know, if we're growing relationships or growing unhealthy or wherever we're trying to grow, it's all about growing. We want to be changing. Yeah. Absolutely. So if we're staying the same, we're not going to be happy. And some people so resist change. It just is so scary. But you're saying it's a part of a healthy cycle in our lives. Absolutely. And, you know, as we, a lot of times I'll get people come in my office when they start to hit conflicts or difficulties in their life and they're freaking out. And they're like, why is all this happening to me? This is not fair and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, hold on, red light. This is an opportunity. There you go. This Love is that an opportunity. Word. Here's your growing opportunity. You're going to grow through this. Yes. You're going to have to face this no matter how you deal with it. Right. So why don't we take this, learn from it, grow through it, and then the next time you're faced with difficulty, you're going to have more tools to use, and you're going to have more confidence to get through the next time. Which brings us to healthy relationships, and the, we really need to surround ourselves with certain types of people. You want to talk about that? Absolutely. Healthy relationships are super important for us to have in our life because they're the people who are going to get up under us and help us to be the best us we can be. We are not in competition with anybody else. Right. We are only in competition with ourselves. Right. You know, I wake up today and I want to be a better me today than I was yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it's all about my personal growth, not... I want to be better than, you know, my best friend, or I want to be better than... your personal than... best. You want to be personal best, not competition, right? No. So take off the blinders, get off social media, and stop comparing yourself to what everyone else is doing and where they are in their life. Exactly. Do you remember the old movie years ago? Where you, I don't know if you were born then. The movie Beaches? Yes, I do. Love it. Love that movie, Bette Midler. And it was the wind beneath your my wings. Mm-hmm. And, and the lady, was her friend was dying and all that. But it was the support, wasn't it? Absolutely. And it's allowing, so healthy relationships allow us first and foremost to be who we are. Right. They're not trying to change who we are. They're not trying to put us in a mold or make us in a box to fit who they want us to be. Right. They're letting us be who we are. And let the chips fall where they may, right? They do. Healthy relationships aren't judging us and criticizing us. Mm -hmm. Even when we're making poor choices or making mistakes. Right. They're not there judging and criticizing. Um, Healthy relationships are the ones that are willing to be honest with us. Right. They might pull us aside even when it hurts and be like, okay, I love you, but here's what I see. But then they step back and let you digest it. Exactly. Process it. Make your own choices through it. I've tried to be that kind of a parent, and I believe you are that kind of a parent. And um, I've had talks with my grown children now to the point where I say, you know, did you feel like your dad and I tried to make you be this, you know? And there was a little bit of that going on early on when they were just getting out of high school. But that changed with our youngest who decided that medicine was – he was who I was talking about earlier, Mark. Even though all his life he had been groomed to take over his dad's medical practice, he got into his second year of college. He goes, I hate all these labs. I cannot do this. I don't want to do this. I want to be an attorney. Bam, that was it. One conversation, yes, we're behind you. Go for that. And he's very happy and very successful as a law professor now. But it was because we allowed him to do that. So the freedom. The freedom, you know, just to, to fly, you know, and and be who he is. 
you know? And that's where we want. And those are the relationships. First of all, yeah. the kind of person we want to be in our yes, relationships first. Absolutely. And the kind of people we want to seek out. So even when we're in a relationship with somebody and we can see, you know, the choices they're making are really hurting them in the long run, I can be honest with you, but you still get the choice of, if you take action, what action you're going to take and how you deal with it. And I'm going to, as a healthy relationship, I'm going to support whatever choice you make. And it's okay to say this could happen mm-hmm. with this choice. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. I think a lot of times it's that so many people that give advice do it in a a kind of a controlling way, if you know what I mean. Well, because they expect you to do exactly they what that advice They expect you to do said. exactly. And so when you don't respond, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to change my life because of that. And when you don't react that way, it can really cause problems. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Yes. It can oh. cause problems. It causes tons of problems. And can it you relate to that, Doctor? really crappy <laughs> feeling that pressure from other people yes, to does. be and do what they think you should be and do. Right. And at the end of the day, we have our own life to live, and we're accountable and responsible for us. And, you us. know, as parents, that is hard when we realize that even when they're two and three years old, they have a mind of their own. Oh, yes, they do. <laughs> yes, yes. And my little twin granddaughters are hilarious, and they are almost three, but there's differences. Even though they're identical twins, there's def- differences between them and differences between the way they react to things. And I can, we can already see uh, the, the changes, you know, and this one likes certain things, this one doesn't, this one's left-handed, evidently, the other one's right-handed, kind of weird. Uh, but there's, you know, there's just those, those differences. Mm-hmm. And, and to allow the people in our lives, you said it, freedom to be who they are and who they want to be. And even if that freedom is causing them harm, that they'll right. learn, they'll feel the pain of that harm. Yes. I'm going to give you a true life example that's going on right now in my house. My second son's going off to college, yes. and so he's got a lot to do to get ready to go How off to doing, college. How you doing, mom? That's two guys in in one year. You know, that's kind of hard. That's kind of hard. hard for mom. But he's the kind of kid who thinks he knows everything, right. and so he was going for his orientation and I'm like, "Sweetheart, you need to call and find out what you need to bring because you're going to be in the dorms, you're going to need certain things." Well, he knew it all and decided he didn't need to bring anything but clothes and come to find out he needed bedding and all kinds of stuff and he had to go make a trip to the walmart and he learned the hard way now i knew (laughs) what he needed because i've researched it but i had to let him learn his own mistake now he knows that he needs to you know check into things and so those mistakes are growing opportunities that's great i like that example that's good we don't give our kids or other people in our life that freedom we're robbing them from growing We certainly are. Yeah. So even painful choices are growing experiences. Mm -hmm. We can give them information. Mm -hmm. We can say, hey, this is what I'm seeing. But we step back at that point. If they use it, they great. If they don't, that's their choice. Don't you think a lot of times it's in the delivery of the information? Not necessarily the information that you give to your, your whoever in your life that you want to help. But a lot of times it's the way you do it can be delivery can be a lot of how we do it because sometimes when people deliver their information it comes across very commanding and demanding and so for a listener out there that is in that shoe or in that chair right now in their life with teenagers or with people in their life uh, some advice doctor for delivery how do you do this? Well, first of all, we want to respect our teenagers' autonomy. They're trying to grow and emerge into adults. And part right. of that is they need some autonomy of choices. And so 
we can give them information and then we let need to step back and let them use it or not and feel that pain of not using it. Mm-hmm. Same son lost thousands of dollars of scholarships because I handed him the information of what you need to do. He was a shoe in for these scholarships. He had to write the essay. Here are your deadlines. He didn't do it. Wow. He lost it. He's taking out student wow. loans now and will be having a nice student loan to pay off when he graduates. That was the pain of his choice. Okay, now this is interesting because most parents would have hounded, hounded, hounded and thinking, oh my gosh, I can't let him rack up debt like that when he can qualify for these scholarships and I'm going to make sure he hears me and I'm going to tell him every day and I'm going to put 19 notes in the house and then on his mirror in his bathroom and everything else just to make sure he makes the right decision. Why didn't you? Because that's not teaching him to be, first of all, not giving him autonomy and not allowing him to be an adult. An adult Hmm. is all about our choices. Right. We make a choice. We have a consequence. If I pay my rent, I stay in my house. If I don't, I'm getting a notice of eviction. And he's stepping into adulthood and that being an adult is having information and then meeting those obligations. So... Yes, he has paid a very expensive consequence because he could have had four full year, four years paid, and now he'll be racking in student loans. His choice. And so, when he came to that realization, how was his? What was his response? I'm just well, curious. Well, he's learning very hard that his choices are costing him, and now he's learning to think a little more carefully about his choices. Okay. Well, that was a great uh, motherly thing you did there, really. Honestly, you probably helped him a lot, a lot in the long run, don't you think? Absolutely. And that's what I'm asking us to do for any relationship. It doesn't have to be a parent-child. For our friends, for our loved ones, for our family, for our coworkers, is we can give information and then we step back. They have to use it or not. Exactly. So what This whole topic of being who you really are and allowing yourself to grow and learn and develop in in your work, in your relationships, um, if you're a young parent and how you parent, all of that. It's all about being real, isn't it? Isn't that or you have a better word for that? Authenticity. Authenticity. I knew you would have a bigger word than that. (laughs) It's a core of this. Some of your words we don't, we've never heard of. This one we <laughs> have heard of this. Chris and I give her a real hard time sometimes, our engineer, because we haven't heard of what she's talking about. But authenticity is real, is reality, right? It's, it is. It's a, it's a, and that is the core of being able to set yourself free from the opinions of others. Okay. And we kind of touched on it earlier, but it's being who we are and not what other people think we should be. Okay. Or do. Right. So first of all, I have to know who I am to be authentic to that. So I have to get out of that chameleon stage. I have to get out of that Gumby stage. Whoa, and whoa, stop. whoa, whoa. Chameleon stage, because some people may not know what that means. So explain that. Well, and a chameleon is a person who has the mold to the people they're around. Okay. So like the chameleon changes color to his environment to blend. Sure. They blend. So they're the people when you mix their groups of friends together. It gets very confusing because, you know, their church group knows them this way, but their work group knows them this way, and their family knows them as this person. They're just all kinds of different people. Right. A lot of people fall in that trap to blend in with this group. We have to step out of that and find out, who am I really? Right. What do I really value? What is really important to me? What do I want out of my life? And how do people figure that out, doctor? Can you give our listeners an idea of how to do that? It's a lot of self-reflection. Self-reflection. Sometimes it's about just trying things and seeing what I like and what I don't like. 
Okay. And what I want and what I don't want. Right. And so sometimes it's just putting yourself out there and trying new things and doing different things. And it's kind of stepping back and seeing who am I? If you can't blend all the people in your life and be the same person, you're a chameleon. That's interesting. For instance, you have a wedding and then all these people from all these different walks of life come and they don't know you the same somebody else. Absolutely. And I hear it all the time. It's very common. So authenticity is just being who you are, being real and true to you. So what is your truth? Okay. What do you mean by that? Ask that. No, it's okay. Your truth is who you are. Okay. So if I am, my truth is, for instance, someone's truth may be they're gay. Okay. But they hide it from maybe their church group or they hide it from a family member or they be who you are. Be who you are. If it's whatever you are, be your truth. Walk in your truth. Okay. You know, one of my truths is I value family. Family is super important to me. That's my truth. That's a priority to me. And I walk in that truth. And the people in my family know that they're valued. Do they get to run my strings and decide my life choices? No, they do not. Right. In fact, family was the very one who told me not to go to college and how selfish I was being for doing that. I had to walk in the truth. I value you, but I also value my education as well. It's a good thing you did, or we wouldn't be sitting here right now if you hadn't decided to go on to, to college. So know your truth and walk in your truth, and whatever that truth is for you. And I like what you said about discovering who you are by trying different things. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, somebody said to me recently about one of my grandsons, well, he's this old, 20, and he's done this, this, this. I said, that's great. I'm so glad he's done all of those things. Well, shouldn't he settle down in a job? Um, I think he should try all the things he wants to try as young as he is. Absolutely, because that's how he's going to know who he is and what he likes and what he values. Because you can only just so much learn from being online. This is what this job would entail. And and actually, I I think it's pretty cool that he's gone and done this. He's gone, oh, well, I'm ruling that out. Not going to do that, you know? I agree with you. One of my top advices, especially for um, transitioning adults, you know, that teen to adulthood is I'm like, if you think this is something you're going to want to do, go volunteer over there. Go spend a week and watch them do the job. Go do get a part time job there. See if this is really what you it is what you're thinking it's going to be. Exactly. Yeah. Go experience it. Yeah. Because you may, at the end of the day, realize, no, I didn't like it. I've had so many people get a college degree in something, get their first job, and they oh, I hate know it. it. I know. I have heard that, too. Well, this another grandson decided he wanted to be a nurse, okay? And that was what he was going to do, go into medicine or whatever. So he went and got his CNA, perfect example, started working in a nursing home. Six months of that said, I'm not going to be a nurse, and and i just thought that was great that he spent that time and did that you know and that's exactly what i want you to do i want you to take self-inventory i want you to start exploring yourself right not going to the restaurants because it's the person you're with's favorite restaurant what is your favorite restaurant what do you like oh that's a good comment because don't you think a lot of people that date people or in our in relationships with people act pretend possibly or convince themselves that they really do like italian food when maybe they don't i know you're italian so i'm saying this when uh you know maybe they really don't at all absolutely and And they're not being real and so then what if this relationship they get married and you know down the road five years oh i really hated italian food really 
Just be you. Because honestly, that speaks to being uh, truthful. It's a better word than that. Uh, being honest. Honesty, yes. You know, and I think sometimes people do say they try to fit in so much in life. And they'll say whatever you want them to say. Mm-hmm. Or they'll try anything you want them to try. And those are the relationships that crumble. Right. You know, and it, you know, it doesn't mean just because I'm true to me and I know what I like that I could never do something I don't like for the benefit of someone else. I right. can, sure. Sure. You know, there's certain things I don't like. I will still go to that restaurant, you know, with a friend because I value my friend. I know my friend likes that. But I'm not saying, oh, yeah, this is, you know, I love going here and pretend. They know it's not my favorite, and they know it's a gift every time I do it. Right. And that's a good way to handle it. And don't be afraid to say, uh, no, I don't like that type of food, or that's just not my 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 choice. You know, it's okay to be that way. Absolutely. Right? And it is totally okay to talk about what you like, talk about what you don't like. Right. It works all the time. Absolutely. So just be that independent person, and as you are, you can try new things or not try things. You know? Absolutely. We really just want to be honest. Honest. That's the key right here. Um, so we got to surround ourselves with people who will allow us to just develop and become the person that eventually we're going to become. And aren't we just always changing anyway, doctor? We are constantly in a state of change. And we should be constantly in a state of change mm-hmm. um, because we should be growing. Right. And right. so who I was a year ago should be different than who I am today. Right. And there are things about me that are a lot different than I was even just a year ago or two years ago because we should be constantly in that state of changing. And as we change, sometimes our priorities will change. Right. Oh, yeah. Sometimes our likes and dislikes will change. Right. Sometimes we'll have an experience and we'll realize, ooh, this is not the what I want in my life. Right. That's okay. What we decide is a priority today is not crystallized. It's not written on the stone tablets. I'm going to tell you the clinical word for it. It's fluid, kind of like water. Like that word. So That's it doesn't good. mean that, oh, we're in, um, not stable because our what is important to us has changed as we've grown. Mm-hmm. That just shows we're growing. Right. And so things are fluid. It's not written in stone. So if today I don't like peas and carrots and five years from now, there might be my favorite food. That's okay. Exactly. I wasn't lying when I didn't <laughs> like it then. And some people see it that way. Right. Right. Uh, my granddaughter said to me the other day that when was, we were cooking and we were grilling out hamburgers and cheeseburgers, and I said, whoa, it seems to me like a year or two ago you weren't eating any meat, you know? She goes, oh, yeah, I wasn't eating any meat for quite a while. She said the idea of it just really made me sick. But she said when I was pregnant with the twins, one day I wanted a great big juicy cheeseburger, and from and I went and I got it at McDonald's, and from that day on I've loved meat. But I mean, it was, it was interesting because she was so adamant growing up, just vegetarian, you know, just all vegetables. So our food choices can change. All the things about us, all our clothing styles, or even our favorite colors can change. Right. We are, when we're in a constant state of change, we should be changing. Those are, that's a positive thing. Okay. And so being authentic means we give ourselves the patience and the room to change and grow. 
And don't you think a lot of times people don't do that because they are afraid of change in whatever way, or it just makes them uncomfortable, uncertain about what the future, so many people want predictability. They do want predictability, and and predictability is a great thing to an extent, but it can be the shackles that hold you back. Right. And some people are afraid to communicate when they're changing. They are changing, but they don't want to let those around them see that change because they don't want that negative feedback from it or those negative reactions from it. And we're going to get them. So I'm not going to sugarcoat it. When you start setting yourself free from the opinions of others, people are going to have negative reactions. Yes, they are. Plain and simple. That's how we deal with that negative reaction. And it's so worthwhile to continue to grow and develop as a person all through your life. Even I love the stories of people who retire from their job they've been at for years and they're 70 years old and they start a whole new career or they go back to college. Absolutely. That's Cracks great. me up. Love it. It's amazing. Isn't it? It's totally amazing. What an example. Absolutely. And so... We need to be willing to allow ourselves that mm-hmm. freedom first and to Absolutely. allow the people in our lives that freedom. Absolutely. We would want it. We would want to be allowed that freedom. Why don't we allow that for our friends and loved ones and people we're in relationships with and all that? Right. So, you know, I've got a big, you know, bugaboo about controlling people. I mean, I just think ugh, it's just hard to be around them. It so sometimes hard. it's okay to kind of lessen your time with a person that's trying to constantly tell you what to do correct to lessen our time and maybe not share some of the choices or the things that we're thinking of doing so that we can feel that freedom to do our choices the way we want to do them but when we do get that negative feedback you know what how you handle it's really important you can be respectful and still make your own choice and you know you can say you know i really appreciate your thought on that however you know i'm gonna have to Consider what's best for me at this time. Exactly. And you don't have to let them know, oh, you're a controlling person. And now yeah, I'm... you don't have to have a big scene. Right. No. Thank you. I appreciate your feedback. I appreciate your thoughts and opinions. I will take that into the, consideration. Yeah, I'll give it thought. And I'm in, you know. Absolutely. So set yourself free from the opinions of others. Surround yourself with people who allow you the freedom to be you and make your choices on your terms. I love it. Great. Great advice. And uh, dear ones, please uh, tell friends and neighbors and so forth about this show and listen in. And it's a free life coaching, basically counseling. Yes, it is. It it really is. And so it's been a joy to talk to you today. And we will be starting a new series or something new next week, as usual. Mm -hmm. We're not even sure yet what it is, right? It's a surprise. It's a surprise to us, too. All right. So, as always, uh, do you have a final thought, doctor? The final thought really is take that self-inventory. Okay. The first step is find out who you are in this process. Right, right. Gain your own confidence and walk in your confidence of who you are. There you go. Because until you know who you are, you're not going to be able to set yourself free from the opinions of others. Exactly. Confidence will help you do that. Great. Great show. Great advice. And that is, uh, who, who are you, by the way? I'm Dr. Angel. <laughs> All right. Dr. Angel Falzoni, Ph.D., licensed mental health counselor, and me, Mama Mac, from Go Yard. And see you next week, guys. And catch us this weekend at 12 noon Eastern on StarcomRadioNetwork.com. See ya. Good night. It's down with the old and up with the new. I my life take two. Oh, Lord have mercy on this weary.
is a metaphor used in baseball meaning to hit a home run. Life struggles can make you feel like you just struck out. It's times like these that we need a little batting practice to pick ourselves back up and get back in the game. Whether you are dealing with marital issues, drug addiction, rebellious teens, anxiety, depression, or just generally having a bad day, call Mama Mac. If life has you down 0-2, before you strike out, learn to go yard. Go yard with Mama Mac on this radio station, Thursdays, 6 o'clock. Timeless in the morning. Here is uh, Eddie Murphy. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> Forbes magazine said I'm the most overpaid actor. Get out of here. I played six parts in Another Professor. Just think how much money the producers would have spent if they paid me six times. In Another Professor 2, I played six parts again. That's 12 parts for two movies. 12. I tell you who's overpaid. How about Jack Black? His last name is Black, but his movie's all in red. Kristen Stewart, they gave her $30 million to look into the camera with that blank stare and take long pauses between her lines. You know why she plays a vampire? Because she's sucking all the Hollywood dry. You think I don't know what's all about? It's because I'm black. They should have called the article Eddie Murphy sitting on top of the world in Beverly Hills, but I guess they decided to call it Murphy Sucks because it didn't want to do Beverly Hills Cop 5. Somebody still mad from bankrolling Pluto Nash. What's I supposed to do? Somebody said, hey man, here's $20 million for this piece of crap. I said, Brandon, Monte, this is my lucky day. This is my lucky day. And I cashed the check, which got me on Forbes' other list, the richest black celebrities. <laughs> Catch Imus in the morning, right here on the stations of the Tantalk Network.